man walks down the street, he says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away in my well-lit door. Just a beer belly, beer belly. Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street and says, why am I short of attention? Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa McLowry. Why did I do that again? Just Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Shit, I had an AKA for you. Fudge, oh Pat. Oh. <laughs> Fucking A. I forgot. AKA anyway. Minimoto Mexi. Yeah, you were Minimoto Mexi today, and I got a great little video of you rolling up oh. to my, my hizzy. <laughs> yes. I think As the Lee Bruns will enjoy that video. Yeah, so I'll definitely post that. Um, how are you, Lil Ruff? I am doing okay. I'm stuffed to the gills Oof. like Father Christmas's knapsack. Con carnitas. <laughs> I mean, not with carnitas. English, yeah. motherfucker! Do you speak it? <laughs> I mean, yes. So we're currently in my backyard right now where every single neighbor surrounding could hear that. And they may have had questions about... You and me and what we are doing and what we are up to every weekend. And I think they just got some answers. If you want to know what we're doing every weekend, watch Breaking Bad. (laughs) Season one, episode one. one. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's what we're doing. That's that's about it. That's the the uh, that sums it up. This week, we will talk about the Monday show, Laura London Returns. And the Thursday show, Wendy's Zoom bombing. Dave's new coffee habit. Is everything okay? Also, we will touch on... The week before episode with John Gabris and Joe DeRosa's sandwiches, Allison's embarrassing letter, Robin's skankfest question. We won't talk about too much, but the recording was lost, unfortunately. And I think the person that's most going to be sad, most going to be sad about it. That's not a sentence, but you know what I mean. Is Von Carmenzalo. He was hoping for a banger. We put out a banger. We had a whole weekend of prepping for this thing. Priming, prepping. We had a lot of fun. I think it was a great episode. And it's lost into the ether. Sad. You know, it's really a lesson about life, Lise. Mm-hmm. Like the um, lesson that you taught me earlier when I said, <laughs> when you took a picture of me and I said, would you Photoshop uh, 10 pounds off? And you said, it's, it's Photoshop, Lisa, not magic. <laughs> I was uh, just saying that to be a silly Billy. Well, it made me laugh. Um, so it was very silly. You don't need to worry about any of that nonsense yeah. because we already have the perfect more. picture. Oh, you're right. You're right. So that is one thing that we, we got a few things from last week. We have... We're going to do Winnie Sees Cues, obviously. We have, in lieu of an episode, we have a lovely photo of us <laughs> in L.A. Hooting it up and, uh, what is it? We were hooting it up, I guess. We were drinking it up. We were hooting. We ate a lot of stuff. And hollering. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I think I'm, I'm not even, I'm not buzzed. I, I realize everyone thinks that we're just like a bunch of drunks, but I'm f- really stuffed to the gills. I'm, these birds are crazy over here. Okay. Anyway, there's two little pericos right in my eyesight. Look at well, the there's dove over there. four of them actually. Jesus. Okay. So, 
I'm like an amateur ornithologist out here. (laughs) Yeah, that is very amateur. So, do you have any shout-outs? Boy, do I. First and foremostly, shout-out to Luke Chastain. It's his birthday, and he left me quite a nice little message on Facebook. If you want to read what he wrote, uh, you're going to have to go to the Facebook group. You will. Also, shout-out to Megan and Jess, who just out of the blue, popped over yep. to visit us for a very short time. Shout out to Von Carmen's Olive and Whitney and the baby. Um, sorry that uh, you're not going to hear the mediocre episode we put out last week, or that we couldn't put out last <laughs> week. And shout out to my boo, of course. I'm all nervous now, checking the recorder, <laughs> making sure it's still going. Yes, my shout outs? I do have some. Thanks for asking, Ralphie. I would like to shout out the TNC. I've been having so much fun with you every weekend. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Lots of fun talking about Gildos, Gil Less, Gil Hors. Love it all. Shout out to Lauren Kelly, Dr. Jen, Dr. Angela, to Mary Jane, Ulysses, Nina, Shannon, Tim Ortez, Ray Morgan, Tamara Holler. That's just going to be her name from now on. I hope she likes it. Shout out to Leanne, Lee Bruns. James Elroy. Elroy? <laughs> James. James Elroy Jackson. Do I have? Shout out to James. Shout out to Scotty Scott Marquez. To Paul. To Whitney and Von Carmen's Olive. To motherfucking Trice. Shout out to Superfan Megan and Jess. It was such a nice uh, treat to see you guys today. Play a little pool in my garage. That was quite awesome. Lisa told me that it was a real treat to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled the microphone away and then continued to snort into it. Shout out to Luke Chastain, who had a birthday. Happy birthday, Luke. Do we have any BFF hotline calls? Boy, do we. Can't wait to hear them. First, from last week, I was going to do the text first, but I decided because chronological order. Coronalogical? Chronic. Logically. Oh, okay. Um, That's cooler than what I said. Here is a couple of calls from last week. Hey, it is Trice. Uh, it is early. <laughs> um, hey, how's everybody doing? Apologies for not being drunk. There was a request for that last time I left a voicemail. That is two voicemails. Uh, but it's 9.15 in the morning, and I'm fully like at work, working from home. So it's, it's not, not wise at this, at this juncture. Uh, perhaps next time. Um, yeah, just wanted to leave a voice. I want to talk about some miscellaneous owls and stuff. Uh, but first, uh, shout out to various peoples. Uh, first of all, Lisa Rafi, our, our beloved hosts. Uh, thank you. Thank you for keeping everything together. Um, we all appreciate you. Um, shout out to the B team, the rest of the B team, uh, Dr. Chen and Leanne Ward. Um, call out to, to uh, <coughs> you know who. You know who in Pennsylvania? I'm not. I, you know, I'm not going to bring that negative energy into the world by saying that person's name, but you know what's going on. Um, uh, Megan and Jess, shout out! I hope you guys are doing okay. Um, yeah, and etc. To the rest of the BFF peoples. Um, uh, this might be two voicemails. Sorry. So yeah, uh, I was just listening to various things that Allison was on this week. Um, the the tone zone interview on the Patreon I thought was was very cool. I've not listened to the uh the guy from Unworthy one yet. Todd something. Um 
unworthy. Upworthy. Uh, I listened to the, the Upworthy guy one yet, but I did like the Tone Zone one. Uh, someone briefly asked if he had groupies, and there was a, a funny exchange. Um, uh, I did listen to Childish. Uh, Greg, of course, made problematic statements about gay people being into fashion. Uh, gay men, he meant. Um, he continues to say problematic things. I think probably less than at the beginning when he was first doing the show, but uh, it's, it's uh, I'm not a, a, a 100% of the time listener. I kind of check in and dip out for a few weeks. Anyway, uh, but something that did come up was Wordle. Uh, and what, uh, this is the, the store brand where DC wants to know, uh, but what are everybody's Wordle words? Um, Allison uses uh, moist and beast uh, because they have a bunch of vowels and also very common consonants, I, I assume. Um, but also paging Dr. Freud on that one. Um, Greg uses adieu or something like that because there's a bunch of vowels in it. I feel, I feel like that's perhaps a weaker strategy. I don't know. Uh, my word is house, which is kind of a, a similar like bunch of common consonants and uh, vowels. Anyway, what's your word or word? Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, on the previous episode of Childish. Uh, oh. And he got cut off there. Should we uh, address this first? Yes. Really quick, I want to call out Trice because, one, he had to ask what the phone number was when we say it every time, 818-BFF-0732. And it's also at the very top of the Facebook group, although he's not always on Facebook. Also, call out because he says this is like a, I forget what he just said, a knockoff version of Whitney C. wants to know. It's called Whitney C.'s Cues. Trice, (laughs) you're uh, part of this group. You're part of the B team. Did he get switched with someone else? An alien, maybe? Oh, maybe. Much like um, Demian was replaced by... A termite. A termite. <laughs> yeah. Trice was replaced by a space alien, of course. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> other than that, Lise, any Yeah, okay, comment? so I'm glad that, in a way, because this, this voicemail came in last week, right? That's right. And we had that lost episode, so we didn't actually get to it, but... Or maybe we, I don't know. Anyway, I wasn't playing Wordle last week, so now I can Ooh, now speak you are. to this. I did get on there, and now I understand that it doesn't take over your life like most games on a phone. So I am enjoying it, and it's fun to understand what you guys are posting about every single goddamn day. So that's nice. But I don't have a specific word, but I've only been playing for three days, four days. I don't have a certain word. I usually try and psychically figure out what it might be like. I, I try and pick up something like I do something with a lot of vowels, but I try and do like some weird letter first and last like a P or something like that. Maybe not. I don't know. So that's what I did for the very first one. And I got it on second try, third try. Where did I get? I don't know. For what my very first for? one. And I had like, fuck, you saw it. And I know you. I don't remember took a what picture, the word was you today. It, you framed it. Today's word was your motherfucking. It's you. That's what my AKA was. We got to bring it back to ultra fan Rafi. Ultra fan Rafi. The word was ultra. Okay. Yeah, so lackadaisical about it. This is big news. It was like it was meant for you. Like I haven't used that have said. name in ages. I know. I oh, tried like, to I'm bring like, it uh, back a few weeks ago. But. I'm like that meme. Ultra. I haven't heard that name in years. Uh, hopefully, um, just memes or everyone posts something like that. That would be fun. Uh, hopefully, they shut their goddamn account down because oh. who the fuck is on Instagram nowadays? Seriously. It's all about Twitter. Just I didn't know that you were doing 
I didn't want to talk about Wordle as much as we okay. did last time, but since did you we? brought it up, we did too much. I did. Um, um, you were doing, have you ever seen those like word jumble type things? And it's like the three words that pop out to you mm-hmm. are like your future. Okay. Is that what you're doing with the Wordle? You're like kind the of. word that pops out to me psychically. Yes. That's how you select it. Yes. I try and think of like what word is just going to come to me. And then I think, oh, that's a jealous <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> or, you sorry. guys can't hear it but there was a big splash because people are swimming it's 90 degrees today here in california sorry everybody that's cold or whatever but people are splish splashing all around my neighborhood and not they were my not backyard. taking a bath they were not taking a bath and they were not inviting me to this pool either <laughs> not invited so yes i try and cyclically figure out the first word and then that usually kind of that gives me the next that's what I do when I I have that with a lot of things. I think maybe that might be a JMO. But anyway, I don't have a set word. I might because I am new to this game. But anyway. So another thing, uh, I was listening to Upworthy today mm-hmm. on the ride down here. And they were talking about how Wordle is like the, it's like a smart person game. And mm. as you can tell from what I just did right now, it is not a smart person game. I foolishly, the first time I played is the only time I missed the word because I was like, I thought it was a vocabulary game where I was like trying to think what is like the most difficult word that has these letters in it and I fucking failed. And then it was like fucking robot or some (laughs) shit. And I was like, oh, it's a game for dumb people like me. So you can have double letters? Yes. Okay. That's how they they get you. Yes. Okay. That's how they get you. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to know that. And my big complaint with this game is that like three days in a row, they did a word where it could be three different words, but the first letter was different. I have to say also, they did two words in a row this week that started with a U. And that was a little bit weird to me. It's uh-huh. a little shady. It's a little janky. Ulcer and Ultra. Yes. So anyway, for that. Um, I word all your days that. are numbered. Um, <laughs> now that I'm finally on, that's what usually happens. I finally get into something. And people are like, yeah, this sucks. This too is little, dumb. too late, Lise. Yeah, that's well, fine. I'll find something else to spend five minutes doing. <laughs> oh, it only so takes you five actually, minutes. Oh. Well, I went on for like two minutes today. I'm like, okay, I need to, I can't sit here and stare at these words and try and figure this out right now. I need to like get off of it and come back. But it was a tougher one, to be honest. But. On that, it's, it's fun, yes. On that note, let's hear message let's nombre two. Part two. Um, so on the previous episode of Childish, just to wrap up the Childish report, uh, the the, the it, Allison mentioned that she and Daniel are doing it a little bit more often, and I know that's a that's a concern some of the BFF people have, myself included. Uh, you know, this is nice to hear. Um, anyway, so she Allison was also on a. Reality, I think it's a reality TV show podcast, or generally celebrity culture podcast called I'm Sorry. Um, the episode was about Tristan Thompson and, uh, Chloe Kardashian. It's an episode about sort of, um, like cheating within a friend circle and, uh, a lot of drama, drama stuff. But I, I thought it was, it was a pretty good episode, maybe worth a listen. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, talk about, you know, so various subjects came up, including like, you know, dating, uh, perhaps, uh, people who treat you badly because you have low self-esteem and that sort of thing. All kinds of stuff came up. So, uh, maybe, maybe if you look that way, if that sounds interesting at all, any of that. Uh, also, she was on a podcast called New Day, which I, I really, in particular, liked this episode. Um, it's, I don't know if it's like a therapy podcast, but I think the person who hosts it is like a grief counselor, but it was like a, um, 
pretty like chill chat about various like stuff that Allison was going through and, you know, um, some stuff about her like relationship with her parents and her own adjustment to being a mom. And I, I thought it was really cool. So for, for the, uh, if, if you, if you want some more Allison, uh, you know, check it out. Um, also look like talking about uh, various things. Come on. Uh, give it a listen. Uh, right. That's my recommend of the week. My pick of the week, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's mostly it. Uh, various other notes. Allison being bad at TikTok. Uh, she's trying though. Maybe she'll get better. Also, her Instagram posts are too long. The captions are too long. All right. Uh, have a good show. Later, guys. So I do have to say, I'm glad he's, I mentioned him because he listens to Childish that maybe he needs to do Childish out. And he said, I probably won't have time for that. But I do like the fact that he's bringing this into these calls. I appreciate that. I appreciate that he's, listening to other episodes that Allison is on, other shows that she's on, and letting us know what those are. That's pretty cool. Both of those sounded interesting to me. Being bad at TikTok, I have start, started watching Allison's TikToks. Actually, I don't go on TikTok that much anymore, but I did go on hers only just because I saw some notification or something. So I'm like, oh, I'll go see what she's TikToking about. But it's basically the same things that she's putting on Instagram. So, But there's one thing she wanted people to stitch with her, and I thought, oh, maybe that'll be my first time uh, doing a TikTok, but I don't know. Anyway... They are too long. The captions, yeah. The captions on Twitter. I don't think I really read them. No, on Instagram. Instagram, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I forgot Twitter's dead, right? Yeah, I didn't know she didn't know that you can log on to Instagram on your computer. I know, why would you? Right. I think I did it once because I forgot why. And I'm like, I don't think you can do that on here. Oh, because I have pictures on my computer. I thought, oh, I'll see if I can go on here. I thought, oh, you can't. You have to have an app. And I thought, oh, shit, you can't. But is it really that much easier to type on the computer than your phone? Because no, if I, I have had, to type a long thing, I just dictate it with Siri. And then I do like to dictate, but I copy and paste, rarely use. Baby. <laughs> I don't dictate that often. Anyway. That makes one of us. Lucky son of a bitch. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Trice. Always good to hear your voice. And I get to we we get to see you in a couple of weeks. He's gonna be at my home, my oui, house. Oui. May we? So thank you for calling in. I did have a sh- call out, but do we need to? Nah. Okay. I just have to want to say one thing. No oh, boy. I'm not gonna do the full on call out because I already kind of got it out a little bit while we were eating dinner. But I do have to say, it may come off that we drink all the time. Because that's all that people hear because we once we get together and do drink. And I do have to say, it is something that's help, helped me in my very horrible past couple of years. <laughs> so, fuck off if it bothers you. And also, if you feel obligated to drink or alienated or whatever, I think that's on you. I don't feel like we put anybody down that doesn't drink. Yeah, and Trice. also, I don't have to be drunk to laugh at my own uh, jokes, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Trice, how dare you bring up the fact that we said you should call in when you're drunk. <laughs> It sounds like you've got some issues yeah, that don't bring you need to deal with. To your fucking level. It's called AA. Okay? I'm not drunk. You're drunk. <laughs> All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Sure. Which Monday? <laughs> well, we are not going to talk. Well, the John Gabrus was on. I mean, there was the fat squirrel sex. That was fun. And um, the perfect California weather that people that get it, get it. People that don't. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye-o. Bye-bye-o. But yeah, that was about it. I think okay. I think we're good on that. I think people heard the re- the episode. They're good. They know we we talked a lot about fun stuff. It was interesting. Just remember that. Good shit. Very good shit. All right. Let's talk about this week's Monday episode with Laura London. <laughs> Allison started the show with talking about the fact that when they started, she was on a Zoom call and she realized she was doing, she was talking about her female parts. 
and she was talking about doing the tampon math and having to do the Kleenex trick, which I think every woman has had to do. And there are sometimes where it sneaks up on you, are like, oh shit, we're, okay. But you do have to do the math. But I feel like in whoever she was on a Zoom call with, who was it again? It was someone she was familiar with. I thought it was like her therapist. Oh, that would easily be like, hey, give me one minute to go grab a tampon. I don't, it just seems. Or was she doing her show? I, think I don't it was know. A Zoom call, meeting, something. Yeah. I don't know. But if you saw someone shimmying, <laughs> would you think they're putting tissues in their undies? Yes. Same. Absolutely. I just always think that. You know, it's a guy. <laughs> right into the Andes. Anyway, being a woman is fucking awesome. Laura was talking about the fact that she's heard friends saying that getting the vaccine has been causing their cycles to be different or weird or whatever. I haven't had that issue, but that sucks. I haven't heard that either. But also perimenopause and all of the stuff that people don't talk about. And when things started happening to me, I was just like, what the fuck is all of this shit? It's like, am I I'm already, my ovaries are already dying? I mean, they are, but I don't know if they were, like, kaput. But nobody talks about this stuff until you're going through it. And you're like, how come we're not? But, of course, the people that are around me that are older that have gone through it don't have a uterus. At, like, early in age, early age, they had it removed. So they didn't have to go through a lot of the stuff that I'm currently going through. So maybe that's part of it, too, that I'm just not meeting the right people with their uterus intact <laughs> to let me know. Yeah, I am curious about what Laura London said. Is that true? Do, has anyone else noticed that? Yeah, I would like to know. That seems like one of those coincidence things. That's right? what I thought. That's what it seems like to me. Where it's like, um, you know, I uh, I ran over a, a two by four in the road, and ever <laughs> since, you know, I have a stutter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I but don't... it's like, oh, maybe it's nothing to do with that and right you know has to do with uh whatever yeah that seems i've never heard this so that doesn't mean it's not true it just it seems kind of seems like she's an anti-vaxxer and she's spreading some misinformation well anybody but that i don't think is she is dogs as much as she is probably got issues <laughs> oh yeah. shout out to dr jen because i also happened to see her on thursday by surprise oh, that's right. and i was telling her i was like you know for someone who is like such a dog lover and her whole life and career is dogs. She does seem very matter of fact about dogs. Like she, she's not very sentimental. Like she's not like yes. dogs are precious. She's just yes. like, yeah, they're dogs or whatever. Yeah. Well, which I thought was interesting of that, which I would prefer. <laughs> no. She was still too much. Like they are, I don't know. It's just a little too precious for me, but like, but you're right. It was more clinical, I guess. Yeah. She was talking about Spain and vaccinating and licensing for dogs and the fact that people don't do it because they're poor. And I have to feel like, I feel like, yes, in a way, because if you're required to do something, it should not be so expensive. But also, if you're poor, maybe don't get a dog because they cost money. I mean, it's... It sounds like uh, you're going down the Adam Carolla road here, Elise. I mean, if you're down on your luck at a certain point, that's different. But if you go into it like, I don't have two nickels to rub together, but I'm going to get a dog. Like, that's probably a dumb decision. If you have no nickels to rub together, but someone was like, I have this dog. Do you want it for free? And you're like, wow, my life fucking sucks. At least this little dog will Maybe bring I me joy. Maybe I can starve this thing. That seems very selfish. They're not starving it. They just can't get it spayed or neutered. And that's very irresponsible. Because then, look at all the animals have to be killed because of your selfish one act. Look at all the animals who reproduce, Lise. Yeah. They're not overly doing it. You know when there's an overproduction of animals in places, you're allowed to go kill them. I'm talking about humans. Oh. They're the animals. <laughs> you said Cubans. Cubans? You're not trying to sell me uh, 
Dominicans and a Cuban rapper, are you, Elise? <laughs> See? Not drunk. Oh, wait, that was your joke. I'm laughing at yours. See? I'm okay. There's a Cuban that lives in that house right over there. <laughs> I'm not surprised. What does that mean? Whatever what? the hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then I was also thinking about the fact that I guess you don't, you're don't. you not required to get your dog training. So this is, my point would kind of be skewed, but like now you're charging an arm and a leg to train dogs when really people should need that, I guess. But maybe it's not as much as food and vaccinations and whatnot. Food's cheap though. It's all of the shit. I was supposed to take the cats the other day and I'm like, eh, I don't, do I have $100 right now to go do their rabies t- shots? I'll just give it another week <laughs> and I'll go get a tattoo. you see people really got their priorities straight i do that i do oh yeah okay so she was talking about the the four is it 417 frequency 417 how would you say how did she say it the The frequency the 417 frequency to Eh. calm your animals so when i first started tiktok there was so many frequency things it's like this is gonna help you this is below lose weight this is gonna help you relax this is gonna help you whatever it is and I don't think this is real, but... You know, on the one hand, I I kind of... It's like when people say uh, that the moon... Like, the reason they're called lunatics is because of the moon. It's like... I I mean, I get it. Like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, your body is 70-whatever percent mm. water and the mm. fucking... It affects the tide, so it affects you. <laughs> on the face? I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. But then when In you say rip. shit like... like Everything is vibrating, Lisa. We're all like, well, in the same whatever. Yeah. And then so I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're kind of right. Sure. Yeah. But then when they're like, oh, well, you know, 417 hertz is going to, you know, fucking make you sane and calm you (laughs) down and whatever. Uh, And then it's like, oh, but fucking 419. Oh, you don't want that. That's going to fuck you up bad. Right. Shut the fuck up. The exact opposite of what you want. I'm just going to keep... It's a little fluffy. I'm just going to keep charging my crystals in the full moon, yeah. shoving them up my keister. When that stops working, maybe I'll try this frequency bullshit. I have not washed my crystals in the moon. I have done it in the sun, though. No, no, no. You cleanse them. Cleanse, I mean. You know? I cleanse them in the sun, yeah. No, you charge them. Sorry. Not cleanse. I cleanse and charge in the sun. <laughs> no, you charge them in the full moon. I thought you were saying it was such like... No, you cleanse them yes. with the sun. You charge them but these f- with the moon. Frequencies. Just like this cat over up. here is trying to... Oh, he's charged by the moon for sure. Yeah. It's a black cat. Yeah. Big surprise. You do the math. One thing that really bothered me about this episode, and it's something that bothers me about humans in general, is... I like how I'm saying this right now. <laughs> this is a perfect time to give them saying this right now and that mm, does happen. Boy. Is being distracted by their pets, specifically dogs. Uh-huh. But it's she's recording a podcast, and oh yeah, the entire time the dog is fucking around with some toy, and then she's like talking about it as if we can see it and stopping the flow of conversation. Well, if you watch it on YouTube, to, I bet you could. What if I am blind? Hi, Leanne. Hi, <laughs> we love you. What do you think about that, Leanne? I'd like to know. You're. I mean, I know we get distracted by things, but we're us. You know, it's something... These are professional It's something she loves to talk about often. The theater of the mind. Or is that us? That's us, oh. but... <laughs> you see, it's the, theater, we give of very the good theater of the mind. Just imagine some mangy little mutt running around That's your exactly house. That's exactly what I was picturing. There you go. But see, you got it. I don't it. want that. I fucking hate mangy mutts, but also... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're annoying. But also, she's like stopping the flow of conversation, but this happens in real life so often where... 
I'm talking to someone and their dog's in the room and then they start talking to the dog's like, oh, look what they're doing. It's like, yeah, they're licking the couch or doing something stupid and disgusting. Like, okay, gross. So happens to me every time I go to my in-laws. Like, oh, she jumps on the, she gets on the couch every single time I'm there and tries to, oh, this, look who just, are you, and every time it's the same conversation. I'm like, yeah, can, <laughs> we were having a conversation. Stop interrupting it to talk about what the dog's doing. I don't give a fuck. I have eyes. And if you're on a podcast, I don't want to fucking know what your dog's doing or hear tin cans in the background or what the hell's going on. Well, I think because they are familiar with each other, Laura London doesn't see this like an interview. She's just like, oh, I'm just on Zoom catching up with my pal. But I don't want to catch up with my pal while they're talking to their dog the entire time. It's stupid. It's well, annoying. I mean, it's what and people it's do rude. with their kids. That's rude, too. Get your kids out of the room while we're podcasting. That's Unless it. it's windy, because those are precious conversations when her kid's like asking her to wipe his butt. <laughs> it. But like when Elliot comes around, I'm like, okay, can we get off the show, please? <laughs> Owen was pretty cute the other time, though. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> also, I really hate it when people, also specifically, that dog people weigh in on relationships that have people have with their cats as if it's so different. So back in the day, and I feel like this is just like rhetoric that was on a tv show and movies that make cats these evil things but also i think cat ladies used to be used to be antisocial, and they just wanted to have a cat and that was their friend which now that's kind of become what dog people are but now it's accepted because dogs look like you know cute little humans or whatever and they put them in sweaters and they're like it's cute but the fact that they say that you can't have the same connection with a cat is fucking stupid you can have a relationship with a rabbit's the same with a cow with a whatever because Animals, ha- they get on this frequency, may not be 417, but you can get close with an an- any animal if you if you nurture that relationship. I'm super fucking close with my cats, but they don't, uh, I'm not obsessed with them. They don't rule my whole life. And if they did, I would not have them because it's annoying. But my cats come cuddle with me because I treat them the way I would want to be treated. They're independent. They do their own thing, but then they come and want love and I give them love and move on your way. Not a fucking needy, slobbery, smelly dog. For example, it could be any other <laughs> animal. Um, I'm sure cows don't smell very good. I agree with you that cats are just as loving as dogs. And uh, people that like dogs more than cats. Suckity. Insecure. Uh, yeah. Weirdos who need constant uh, reaffirming and affection. Love yeah. me. Want me. Love me. Want me. Oh, look at me. <laughs> Even a fur coat. No. Anyway, I just hate it because she's perpetuating this narrative that's a lie. And and then people are like, yeah, yeah. Because we had that one cat once that was crazy. Or I met this one cat. It's like, all cats are like that. Uh, I don't know if you know, but a lot of dogs are assholes too. Not if you know this. Uh, But it's just, it's not about the animal. It's just about, anyway. It really stuck in my craw. Anyway. And then she was... uh, Oh, talk, well, there were so many questions about dog dog care and dog stuff, which I don't know because I don't have a dog. I don't know. That has something to do with it. I don't know if I was listening to this and if I had a dog that I'd be like, this is helpful information because they're very specific situations. Mm-hmm. But I guess they're, they're problems that a lot of people have. But when you give dogs too much power and then you wonder why they use it, it's like. People are letting dogs take over their lives and then complaining about it. It's like, you need to start in the very beginning and not spoiling these creatures. I should have written in to Laura London and asked her, there's a dog that will not stop barking in my apartment's (laughs) courtyard. Uh, How much to snuff out a dog? (laughs) 
And also, if I drive it halfway to Monticello, yeah. is that far enough? Yes. Or will the feds come find me? So I just got scared by a dove because my cat is hunting it. I'm glad I'm talking about the, my cats right now. But we are outside. We're in the elements. But it reminded me of one thing that happened last weekend that was very unfortunate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that you had to witness. So during the recording, we were sitting in my car in the middle of downtown Orange, which is a circle. We're just parked. And a guy came very close up to my car, up to the door, where it looked like he was going to try and come in, in my mind. And as much as I talk, and I have my knives, and my tasers, and my ba 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 he was, I would have been, if he was coming in the car, he would have just come right in. He would have had full reign to just take over and do whatever he wanted to do, because I failed at defending myself. Uh, what did you do? <laughs> I reached over and tried to roll up the window. Then the car was not on. (laughs) And it was an embarrassing display because you just started laughing. I just looked over like, what the hell is she doing? And then I see the creepy looking dude walk by. He was very close. And I was like, you were flailing trying to hit the window switch. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like all this, uh, you know, this appearance that you put on. Yeah. It really is uh, totally a facade. it, It really is. I'm a big giant wimp. And what I said at the time, I said, well, have you ever been violated by a man? You're like, well, no. I'm like, well, but apparently I don't know how to defend myself in said situations. <laughs> I have something in my throat. <laughs> I think I swallowed a bug. <laughs> <laughs> I think I swallowed a fly. <laughs> Damn it. Knew there was a Seinfeld reference there. Oh, my God. Gross. Are you going to spit again like you did right before we started recording? That was, I spit my gum out into the fire pit. Oh, it was gum? Yeah. I thought it was just spit. Oh I was like, God, Jesus. I didn't, I didn't even realize that you didn't realize that I was spitting gum out. No, That's I was disgusting. just like. You just thought I hocked one? Yeah, that oh was, I was God. like, Jesus, Lisa. <laughs> I was a little, little too comfortable over here. Yeah, I'm going to start yawning after this. Real violent yawning. Laura had to hey, go fuck herself to, I forgot what it was, but. I turned it into my own Hey Go Fuck Yourself because hers was just like not really a complain worthy. So to dog people who preach about cats, Hey Go Fuck Yourself. Okay. <laughs> mm Don't um K me. You were backing me up two seconds ago. I feel like Laura London put was putting the nap in Napa. I didn't like this episode at all. It was not the best. No. I don't mind her as a person. Well, she seems a little, I don't know, abrupt. No, I don't know what the word is, but she just feels like. I don't know what it, I don't know. She's not warm, hmm. but but I do like that they are good friends and they're catching up. But it was just a lot of talk about dog care and very like, like I said to Dr. Jen, I wish there was a speed faster than two times because I couldn't get through this one quick enough. On that note. On that note, shall we do Whitney C's cues? Sure. We're resurrecting this bad boy from last week. So Whitney, you have the week off. Until next week. Whitney C. wants to know about a conflict from your childhood. I'm asking this question because I'm assigning it as part of a writing prompt. It has to do with our unit in my 12th grade English class. But I'm curious what you, what your answer would be. 
Um, normally I go like deep and introspective with my answers, but I'll go more lighthearted this time. I remember one conflict from my childhood. Just this is like a one day experience. I got into a big fight with Jacob. I don't remember what we were fighting about. Um, and longtime BFF listeners will know Jacob because we did a sibling episode together since we're both Allison fans. But anyway, we were fighting and what I remember is that we were at this gas station and, um, while my mom was out pumping gas into our car, I punched him in the face and gave him a bloody nose. So yeah, sister of the year right here. Okay. First of all, we have many questions, right? First question I have is, uh, what was on the radio and was it little John and the Eastside boys? (laughs) But what was Jacob doing that brought on you punching him? Do you know, would you normally have punched him? Have you ever punched him before? Did you ever punch him after this? Or is this just a one-off? And what's so... Yeah, we need more details. Yes. But conflict from your childhood. Jacob, you should call into the hotline and tell us your side of the story. 818-BFF-0732. Answer the question about conflict from your childhood and answers on this question. Because we want to hear yours too, especially if it has to do with Whitney. Got a Lisa, little dirt on both sides. Yes, sir. Any childhood, which I call it? What I had mentioned last week when we talked about this is my conflict with my sister, and the fact that she was sleeping with all my friends and ex-boyfriends, and me trying to be friends with her for twenty years, and realizing she does, was not sorry, and she thought that I was in the wrong for most of all of it. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Okay. <laughs> um, last time I, I told a different. Uh, thing which I don't even remember what it was now but I just remembered a different one and I guess you could say this is a conflict I had a best friend named Jerry and he lived in the apartments next door to me and we were friends for this is not a Seinfeld thing his name was literally Gerardo Stop. I was on it's not Jogdish but he had the same last name as me which is hilarious but we were not related he lived in the apartments next door we were friends for ages okay. and then in the fifth grade They sent half of the school to one middle school and then the other half to a different middle school. So in sixth grade, we no longer had classes together. And, you know, as you do, you you grow apart. And then once we graduated from middle school, I think, the next time I heard about him, someone was like, oh, he wants to fight you. And I was like, what? I was like, I haven't thought of him in a year. Like... I don't know what the hell happened. We just didn't have classes anymore and we just didn't hang out anymore. But I'm like, but he wants to fight me. Mm. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know, f- I was like, well, f- fuck him. And I never saw him again, but I was just like, I didn't even do nothing. I was like, well, what can you do? You know what I have a conflict from? This Not show? my childhood. Is this week. Oh. There's a conflict. Oh. With a certain person. Oh. That used to listen to this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think he probably still does. Yeah, maybe. What I have to say is this. To men who feel like they can back women to a corner and treat them like shit, fuck you. Like, I'm just switching this all around. And I have to say, usually when I get, have conflict on social media, which is pretty rare, and typically from this one same person just every once in a year, this reminded me of this because when you don't think about someone, all of a sudden they just pop out where you're like, why do you have a conflict with me? Like, what is your deal? But like, I like how he goes after me, not you. But. Well, go on. Yeah. Usually it stresses me out. Like the last time when he called into the BFF, ho- B- 
BFF hotline, I was like, I was so ready to like go through all these things because I hate it when I'm misunderstood and like lies are being said about you or me about the show or whatever it is, or just in life. I hate that. I don't like being misunderstood. At least hate me for something that's actually true. But this time, and I've had beef with other people on online. It's rare, but this one did not stress me out. It fucking gave me life. And I, it was enjoyed it. And you know when Allison said someone was on her show once when someone was like causing shit online and they were like, Oh, I love it. We like get into the conflict or whatever the confrontation. And I'm non confrontational. It's much easier for me to fight with my words behind like my my phone and just like type something. But I was like, I'm not worried about his feelings anymore. I'm not worried about whatever and I'm not backing down this time. And I spoke up and said some stuff and hopefully he's fucking cut. I think you should uh, unblock him, send him a picture of a blue waffle, and then re-block him. <laughs> <laughs> I would resurrect that connection just for that. By the way, I it was good that it was it brought up the fact that I didn't block him, apparently. I thought I did. Yeah, I don't know what this person's problem is. Because, yeah, like you said, why don't they send anything to me? It's probably because I don't ever like post on social media. But you're the one who but gave I him... But I am the one who technically yes, blocked him, him out. on Facebook. Or, yeah, kicked him out but of the group. But you gave him warnings. Yes, not yes, because we had multiple complaints. Yes, this is not me trying to be an asshole. Yes, but you're not sing- singling anybody out. You're not being crazy. You let things slide. We all did. But the dude is just weird and creepy. Like, and he still has a beef with us, which I don't even know what the beef is to begin with. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, he you clearly be in has our issues. Facebook group, so you can post creepy stuff yeah. again. I'm sure there's plenty of other chat rooms that you can get into. Yeah, there's other creeps, and they've been silent because you know they're. I don't know, apparently smarter? I don't know. Maybe they moved on to another group that will listen to their creepiness. It's always I don't know. Anyway. Possible. So that's not a childhood conflict, but it did connect me to my childhood where people would come at me and I would just back down and never ever speak up for myself. And I felt like this time I was like, fuck you. Don't don't think you can just come keep keep coming at me like once every year, just pop in like some creepy I don't even know what I was gonna say, but I don't need to make it any worse. Anyway, just get some help, dude. That's all. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you, Whitney. Always good to hear you. You know, a wise man yes. once said, uh, <laughs> next time, uh, Pop, what is it oh, Letterman boy. says to Don't Costanza? Don't wise man. <laughs> Doesn't Letterman, or supposedly, oh, yes. he, said, he said, yeah, next time, uh, yes. cut the pills in half or something like that. I forget <laughs> what he said. Anyway, yeah. watch Seinfeld. You yeah. tell me what he said. Yes. And just watch <laughs> why don't you just tell me what David Letterman said? And by the way, just watch it because your life will be better. And you'll understand us that much more. The fucking snaps. What is yes. that again? I think it's some bug, but I don't know. It sounds like <laughs> there's a ghost in the corner over here. There could be. Snapping their fingers. Oh my God. That's creep. That that was me. Oh, I thought I... It... <laughs> <laughs> yes. It like it echoes and bounces. I think that there's possibly some sort of bug in here that clicks, but... And it snaps its fingers? Snaps. Yeah. It's Shout called out a to snapping. Little John and the Eastside Boys. Yes, that too. Okay, should we do Unworthy with Dr. J and LK? Are we doing a double? I think we are doing a double. Back Shit. to back, baby. Let's just roll them together. Yeah. Okay. There it goes again. That's not like it was over here. That's different. That anyway. was different? Yeah, that was a different one. But that one I heard right there. Maybe I'm just like not in tune with it. I was thinking maybe it was this thing settling, Run but that sounds different frequency actually. frequency lease. I, as usual. Hi, Nono. <laughs> I'm going to get distracted by my pet that nobody can see. Okay. This is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with yous. With Dr. J and LK. Hang out with us. 
Dr. J and LK. Hello, and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hi, Dr. J. Hi, LK. Today, we're going to talk about the episode number 14 from Saturday, February 6th. And the title is When to Leave a Party, Inspirational Kindergartner, Mental Health Days. Yes. And so they were talking about telltale signs of when you should leave a party. And at first I thought it was going to be talking about like, you know, like an adult style, not, no, not like a sexual (laughs) party, but like a, (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be like the type of lame parties that they show in like Seinfeld, where it's just like a bunch of, you know, adults in like work clothes having like a drink and sitting on a couch talking and you know maybe like a little bit of music playing but they meant like the rowdy parties from the old days I think because they were talking about um things like you know when when guys are getting drunk and obnoxious and breaking things um don't be the drunkest person in the room so if you look around and you don't see at least two other people drunker than you then it's time for you to go (laughs) Um, and trust your gut about uh, emotionally unbalanced people who might want to you know start a fight or something Uh, and Todd and his wife have their own rule that they said which is when uh, the host um, when the couple who's throwing the party starts to fight with each other Um, and I think that's definitely a good one (laughs) Uh, so what did you think about these these uh, signs of when to leave a party? Um, it's interesting because I've never been to a party where the hosts start to fight. I yeah, I think that's pretty. Uh, yeah, you probably should have already left. But... Right? Like, but I don't I don't know. I guess I'm all, whenever I'm at a function, like everyone's there under a common pretense, like, hey, we're going to you know, it's this group that's coming together to celebrate for this reason. Um, So it's always like a celebration. So I'm trying to think like the last time it was just a party and like random people show up, that would be college days. But even if you're like, um, when someone asks, hey, do you party? You know what they mean? I'm like, I don't know what they mean. I just, (laughs) I would thought they meant like, I would probably be like, yeah, that's why I'm here. Like, I really didn't know. Um, but leaving a party, I don't know. When do you leave a party? Now, when your child when your child's bedtime. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, all the other parties I've been to is just you leave when I'm never the first person to leave, but I'm never the last person to leave, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of like see like, oh, okay, people are starting to head out. And then you kind of go like, all right, yeah, like let's go to. Um, Unless like I'm really good friends with the host and I just stick around to help clean up but yeah yeah I thought they were gonna say like you know if the host comes out with coffee and tea that means get the hell out of here like <laughs> I thought it was gonna be real sophisticated and it was, it like, was wow. not You're going <laughs> anybody want some decaf before they leave <laughs> yeah yeah um but I did used to have uh, a friend slash roommate my friend Matt who he was one of those people who every time he drank he had to get into a fight and so that was very annoying for his friends and I remember like pushing him out of a bar one time because he was starting a fight with somebody and I'm like 
making eye contact with the bartender all the while, like pushing him out. I'm like, I'm so sorry. We're going to go. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Like, I was just like, don't, please don't cause any more trouble for us. Like we'll get out of here. (laughs) Oh goodness. (laughs) But yeah, there's people like that. Um, Okay. So the next thing they were talking about was the inspirational kindergartner. Um, So this uh, uh, mom who called herself stressy Bessie, said she was nervous about a meeting at work and she told this to her kid on the drive to school and the kid says mama I am nervous all the time I know what to do uh and said you got to say your affirmations in your mouth and in your heart (laughs) say I am brave of this meeting I am loved I smell good (laughs) um that that's the best I smell good yeah uh you gotta walk big you gotta mean it (laughs) never put a skunk on a bus uh and think about your donuts think about the donuts of your day even if you cry a little you can think about potato chips (laughs) uh you got to take a deep breath and you got to do it again and even if it's a yucky day you can get a hug and uh I don't know I think kids do give a lot of really good advice do you, I don't, I, I couldn't think, well, one time Noah said, you can never run out of hugs because hugs are just arms. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. I, I think kids have a way of looking at the world. That's awesome. Um, obviously, um, this kid himself with all of this advice, he has had some sort of maybe uh, opportunity to hear this from like a PBS show, or maybe his mom's read him some books or something, because these things are um, kind of sound similar to some coping strategies that, you know, you, you go about looking like when you're looking at things, like even on Instagram stories, you're like five ways to, you know, whatever. And it's like, take a deep breath and count this. Yes. I feel like he's probably had some exposure to it, whether it's like a good lesson of a nice cute little story or a book, or maybe his mom's talking about things. Um, like my kid will randomly say, okay, just like an elephant, one bite at a time. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely uh, what we say does rub off on the kids. I think it's sweet when a kid puts it in their own perspective, just like I always want to hear stories that kids make up because it's just the way that they go about things and the way they say things makes it um, fun again, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so I thought this is really sweet that he was trying to help out his mom and definitely you're always going to think about potato chips like (laughs) that's just really nice to have in your pocket and when you're stressing out you can just remember the uh the ease of kids at times yeah very nice um okay and mental health days they said i guess it started with utah in 2018 passed a bill uh that mental health days would be excused absences Um, And then they said Oregon, Colorado, and a bunch of other states followed suit with the uh, mental health days. And I think that's great. I think it's nice that a kid doesn't have to pretend to be sick if they're, you know, feeling really down or stressed or upset or something and just, you know, need a break. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, I think at my old job, it was written in the the employee handbook that you could just take a mental health day. Uh-huh. Um, it would count as a sick day. You know, you could just 
But the thing is, is you just call in and say you don't feel good. That's all you have to do, right? Um, right. So I would think that as a parent, you could call in to your child's school and just say, hey, they're not feeling well. It's not a fever, but you know they're not feeling good. I'm going to keep them home. And I know there's different um, state guidelines about how many days a kid can miss school and stuff like that. Uh, but I would, I would hope that, you know, the parent would just take it upon themselves to just call in the kids sick for them. But this gives a kid like something to do when they're at school and they want to go home because they're just like not handling the day well, then hopefully mm-hmm. just go to the nurse and say, I need to take a mental health day. Like that's awesome to tell kids that sickness is not just about your body, but also about your mind. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully the schools are equipped with people who understand that. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about about that, you know, being in school and needing to leave. Yeah, but yeah totally. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna ask. Uh, how was your How was your week? My week was pretty good. Uh, I I will give my week a four out of five. Nice. And uh, I don't know. I I think I've been in good spirits mostly, and I found out that my boo's coming to visit me this month, nice. uh, which I didn't expect so I'm super psyched about that (laughs) so how is how is your week I think yeah I think my week was a four as well we got to do lots of things as a family which is always nice um because sometimes work keeps us not able to do those things uh but that was really nice we had some good times at museums and parks and that's definitely what I needed so yeah I had a four four out of five nice Um, Allison had a four she said uh, Elliot turned five and they had like a three-day Elliot Palooza which Which I think is just fine by the way yes I think that's awesome like yeah let's not just say we're going to spoil kids granted I am a person that say it says that you know July is my birthday month but uh, but now (laughs) that but now that I have a kid that has a birthday in July it's really just about them you know yeah but um there's nothing wrong with having a birthday month. People can calm down. Yeah. And also, especially like, you know, with the, with COVID and everything yeah. and not being able to have a big party, like, yeah, three day, yeah. three day Elliot Palooza is awesome. Yes. Um, and Todd didn't rate his week. He just said he had a bad week because his birthday golfing, uh, he did bad at his birthday golf game. But isn't he the guy, the one that said like, he doesn't like birthdays or something like that? Yeah, he already doesn't like birthdays. I don't think he would set himself up for that. <laughs> yeah, that must have been it. He was just yeah. in bad spirits and it just Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Todd. I hope uh I hope it gets better. And with that, we will probably be doing a double recording. So see you soon. Bye. Bye. This is LK and Dr. J. Hey everyone, we're back. Not we, just me. LK is lots of things to do to check off on that to-do list, so it's just going to be me giving you a rather quick rundown on Upworthy Weekly's podcast from February 12th titled Flirting Tips, Close Co-Sleeping with Kids, Weird High School Stories, and more. So LK is the note taker and I am not, and so this is going to be quick. A, for the flirting Todd was bringing up a study, a very binary heterosexual study about when in a room, how well a man can tell if a woman is flirting with him compared to how well a woman can tell 
<clears throat> if a man is flirting with her. And according to the study, men were able to detect uh, more correctly, accurately, whatever that means, when a woman was flirting than a woman could do when a man was flirting with her. And I think Todd was saying, you know, that a man... Todd was thinking that women more deliberate with their flirting than guys who just kind of throw it out there to everybody, I suppose. No. Um, whereas Allison was thinking that women would be better detectives and figuring that out. I would have to see this study. He said it was in psychology today. Um, but like, did they send, was it like a sting? Did they send in somebody and say, hey, flirt with her, see if she notices. And then they ask her, hey, did he flirt with you? I don't know. Kind of seems weird. At the end, they both kind of came back to the fact that it is all about attention. Um, what's the line, the baseline of attention everybody gives? And if that person is giving you more than the social normative baseline of attention, then you can kind of uh, lean into the fact with more accuracy that they probably are flirting with you. Um, you know, and at the end it's just about attention. And then they had an ad, which was nice to hear them have like a little third party ad. Uh, they also talked about parenting and co-sleeping because Kristen, and then they started talking about co-sleeping because Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard on their, on his podcast, were talking about, Oh, I guess Kristen Bell mentioned that while she was sleeping in the room, she smelled something really foul and that quote unquote, everybody in the room was saying, oh, sorry, or it was me. They have two kids and then in the room and I guess they sleep on the floor and in their room, not sure the whole situation, but they kind of brought it up about how that works, co-sleeping or not co-sleeping and how there are different types. There's accidental when you're just so tired in the middle of the night, maybe you don't even notice your kid comes in or maybe you're just too tired to get up. There's intentional, like where that works for everybody. I know that some people do like like little nests in their bedroom where they have like an extra mattress on the floor. So if their kid comes in, they can sleep on the floor and not in the bed. And Allison was saying how that happened quite a bit with Elliot where they would just, you know, kind of try to help him to go back to sleep when he was a baby. And she didn't want to let him cry it out. It didn't work for her to hear that. And while she was away on Sketchfest, I think, can't remember, um, Daniel uh, did a lot of sleep training and that helped. And ever since then, he slept really well. And that with Owen, when he came, you know, they kind of had more confidence or it felt better to them to train him and that he sleeps through the night. Um, and then Todd was saying, you know, that would never work for him. Co-sleeping is not his thing. He needs to sleep. And then jokingly said his dog needs his sleep. And Allison kind of said, yeah, you know, it just depends on the person. If everyone's getting a good night's sleep and if everybody agrees on the situation, then, you know, just do what works for you. And that's kind of how I feel about parenting style. It's a parent's choice. I have no judgment of others as long as they aren't like harming kids. Like, do you do you? What I judge is people who try to bend science to support their views. But if it just works for you, then just say it works for you. Like, who cares what other people think? At the end of the day, just you just need your sleep oh because that reminds me Todd was saying one of the reasons it wouldn't work for him is he wouldn't get any sleep if everyone is getting up in the middle of the night of peeing it's constant like everyone getting up it's like opening and flushing and and closing this door and it'd be a bunch of ruckus and he was saying with Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard and two kids it must be like revolving doors and flushing toilets I don't know nobody in my house gets up in the middle of the night to pee I, is that a thing like that people just frequently do that in his house I don't know but he made a big deal about it that that's why he would lose sleep and then he so 
you know, Allison asked him, well, how, how often do you do that? And then all of a sudden just cut to an ad. So <laughs> we'll never know Todd's uh, sleeping patterns and bathroom usages, which is okay with me. The next thing they talked about was weird high school stories. Since Jimmy Fallon had asked about it on his uh, show, kind of the audience and people to tweet out, you know, what are some weird high school stories? And somebody mentioned that a swim meet was canceled because their pool caught on fire. And they're wondering how that happened. And so Allison was telling or mentioning a story how the principal at her school was uh, named Ron Howard. And the kids, as a prank, put up a or spray painted or etched or something, a kind of a sign that said Ron Howard is a masturbator. But they misspelled that word. And that it just stayed up the whole four years she was there. She wasn't even sure if they could remove it. She also mentioned uh, different people who have graduated from her high school, like Mark McGrath, which led to Todd Perry mentioning that Chuck Norris graduated from his high school and he went to a high school called North High. And there's been some sort of talk murmurings, petitions to change it to Norris High. Then they went on to rate their week from one to five. And Allison was saying she had a three at first uh, because uh, somebody that Elliot is in close contact with at school tested positive for COVID-19. And so they had to hunker down at home. She had to cancel a bunch of appointments that were already set up, doctors, dentists, that sort of thing. And then she changed it to a two and a half because she also had to deal with her uh, rat problem that she's had and she's irritated that the exterminators that come over kind of hold all the cards when it, it comes to being the expert on how to handle the situation and she brings up like what about the crawl space and they kind of dismiss like no it's not the crawl space it's just the attic and she's like do they not just want to go in the crawl space like what's going on and so she heard more noises and so she just kind of just has like just you know, at the whole rat uh, situation and why it's still happening and she wishes that it were taken care of and she's thinking that they are getting into this crawl space and she does say that she is a better person this week because she watched the original film Separate Wives and how that's a horror movie and before she could never uh, watch beginning to end something like that and she's like proud of herself for you know getting through that although she does you know mention that maybe by nowadays standards it wouldn't be seen as a, a horror or a scary movie when asked, Todd said he had a two and a half um, rating of his week, I think just because not much has happened. And he said he's enjoying the weather of it being hot. And, you know, that was very nice for him. I don't know why else he would have a two and a half. That's just, he guesses because nothing happened. Uh, but he, the weather was a good thing for him being hot, whereas for Allison, hot weather, not a good thing. And then if he is a better person this week, he said that he would let Allison be the judge. And I don't even know that they uh, came to a conclusion, but it does kind of go into the and more part of the podcast. And he was saying that he was doing his own research and he forgot to wear deodorant on one day. And he thought, I don't even stink that much. Hey, let's see if I can wear deodorant every other day. And then she, Allison was saying her new journey is doing dry shampoo and she can't uh people couldn't believe that she's never tried it or doesn't use it regularly and how she's been trying to figure out what she can do to elongate the process before having to do <laughs> quote-unquote proper hygiene which goes she said that she's doing the deodorant experiment of her hair that he's doing with his armpits and and then todd was trying to say that he thinks it's good that 
you know, he can let his pheromones out there and that people communicate with their pheromones and it's like a good thing. I don't, I don't, I don't need to communicate with anybody others. Nobody's pheromones, you know, no, don't please. (laughs) That's not a good thing. He was really trying to make his case like, yeah, look, this is like natural. So they're supposed to do no, thank you, sir. And then they ended up with a story about a gentleman whose name was Ledger Smith. He's a 20, he at the time was a 27 year old athlete and entertainer who traveled all the way from Chicago to Washington uh, to listen to Martin Luther King Jr. give a speech. He, it was in 1963. He skated 685 miles for 10 days straight. And they were saying that he did it to dramatize the march is what he said. And he did it in the slowest way, wearing a banner across his body saying freedom and saying besides the one person who tried to run him off the road while he was skating that mostly everybody was cheering him on. And Allison was saying that she didn't realize that uh, MLK Jr.'s speech was just supposed to be four minutes, but when prompted, he uh, continued to talk and improvised the most famous part of his speech. At the end of the story, they said, you know, his journey to Washington powerfully symbolizes the great lengths that African Americans had endured, were enduring, and still are enduring to attain equality. But for Ledger and thousands that joined him, no distance was too great if the load reads, leads to, if the long road <laughs> leads to free at last and that's it for now and thanks for listening to me or you know skipping forward to hearing the fact that you just skip forward all right everybody have a good week bye thanks ladies see you soon hey ladies (laughs) okay Hey, uh, lady. There you go. That's much better. Thanks for the phone call. No. Oh, I he loves it. you. So in two weeks. Don't you dare, cat. Don't. BFF group recording at my house. We've got Trice. We've got Raphael. We've got Superfan Megan. We've got Jess. We've got Dr. Jen. We've got Dr. Angela. We've got We've Joanna got Bowman. Joanna Bowman. We've got Z Mary Jane just added to the ticket. We've got Trice. We, I think I said that, but. We've look, got Scott, maybe. Maybe Scott, maybe Ow. Ray. Oh, no, don't put your damn claws into me again. I'm sorry. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hold on. I got to put my mic down. This okay. Damn no, no is over here trying to. All right. Yeah, sit there. Sit there. He won't. Sit. He just wants love. Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I should probably take a picture. No, you should not. No? All right. No, no. You got to go. You got to go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no. You're out. Anyway. Oh, I thought he was going to come back for more. No. Oh, okay. Anyway. All right. Shall we move on to Thursday? Yes. Okay. Last week, we were... We were. <laughs> we were. We were. We were her little Tony's Chocolate Lonely Pretzel and Toffee Milk Chocolate Bars sent in by Jenny Carr on Patreon. I had mentioned that... I said that that was a nickname for Tony at one point, but we never said it because I think it's rude. <laughs> uh, but they are delicious. And we are going to have it at the BFF recording. I got, Ooh. I got one of them. I cannot find cream betweens, though, so I don't know about that. Oh, don't worry. I'll find them. <laughs> Zip. Did you ever look up the Urban Dictionary version of it? Why would I do that, Lisa? You 
I saw it in your eyes. You did. I did not. Okay. I mean, I can guess. Can you? Because it's not your pedestrian cream betweens that you're talking about. Oh, is it upstairs? No, a little further up. Oh. It's bad. Okay. (laughs) Is it upstairs? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, This week, we were her... Little, little little Debbie Nutty Bars sent in by Tom Basong on Patreon. I swear to God, these were already a carb. I did look through both of these notebooks and it was not in there, so it must be an older one. But I for sure think this was one. Uh, what was it? Little Debbie Nutty Bars. Oh, that sounds familiar. And also, what I was thinking is maybe he put this on because their uh, Little Debbie is coming out with a whole series of ice creams that are based on their cook or cookie oh, snacks yeah. or whatever. So there's going to be a, a nutty bar. There'll be the white cakes, whatever those n- nasty waxy things are. Uh, the strawberry rolls, maybe oatmeal cream pies. That would be a good ice cream. But usually those kind of uh, novelty ice creams, there's not quality ice cream. It's just dessert or uh, cr- like frozen I like dessert. I heard about this somewhere. Where? About this ice cream shit. And it turns out that Jenna and Al, okay. couple friends. I was like, is this going to be a Seinfeld reference? And it turns out that the company that makes them, because they were like, I've never heard of this company. And it's like oh. some little, I don't know, family company oh, in so Chicago that might actually be or some tasty shit. Then. You never know. Hmm. Could be. There was one that sounded really good I wanted to try. And I can't remember which one it was. But like those little star brownie crappy things. Like most of their snacks are kind of gross. But the Nighty Bars are pretty rocking. You wouldn't like them. I don't. Because you don't. All right. Uh, Wendy, Dave, Tony, and Daniel are on. No row bringing on the uh, Al back onto onto this episode, which is nice. And Allison mentioning that it came from Big Al. So, of course, she's not going to like that. I know I shared with you my nickname when I was younger was Big Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And that was because my next door neighbor's name was Lisa. Also had the same middle name. And she was younger. And she was like three years younger and tiny. And I was normal size at that time still for whatever age I was. But she was little Lisa and I was big. Big Lisa is what we usually would say because in Texas they have to add extra syllables to things. Uh, have you seen Next Friday? I it's, think so. There's Joker, have. Little Joker, okay. and okay. Baby Joker, I okay. think. Okay. And the Baby Joker is the biggest one, and oh. Regular Joker is the smallest one. So I think I, think I you would should have been feel Little Lisa. Really bad if that was. <laughs> I think that would be worse than Big Lisa. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I would like either of those things. I forgot who was saying it. I don't know if it was Doctor Jen or somebody that we were talking about this with just recently. Maybe it was just not not a BFF person, which is hard to believe that I would talk to anybody else outside of the circle. But they say you should have just been older Lisa or. or something tall i forgot there was something that made more sense than big lisa well i think then you should be wait were you older yeah okay then you should have just been lisa and the other one should have been little lisa god damn it let's hop in the time machine let's go this back to like, tejas 1983 it's like uh you're trying to get t-boned you're like I you're gonna be really explaining to get that t-boned, you're t-boned and now i'm coco and then yeah the monkey <laughs> So, go gorilla the monkey. Monkey, yeah. I need to wear that shirt again. It's a pretty rad shirt. Double ooh, zero? Ooh. <laughs> That's ooh. As, as in, in ooh, 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 ah, ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a See, great this show. Is, this is something that people could complain about. <laughs> More than us being drunk and laughing at our own yeah. jokes. We're funnier when we're drinking, by the way. <laughs> Just ask yeah. people that listen. 
just listen to this episode and listen to last week's what and uh yeah, I'm saying, listen oh, to this okay. one, listen to last week's. <laughs> too bad last we week's was much it better. It was much better, and too bad we'll never get to hear it, mm-hmm. ever. God, that's a shame. We had so much fun. Too bad today's a real dud. I'm just kidding. Okay, so Allison talked about getting an email where the subject line said, is everything okay? <laughs> so at first, I thought she was going in a direction of it's people that she knows, and I thought, if somebody knows you and they're emailing you with, is everything okay, instead of calling you or texting you, why? Why? What kind of friend is this? So I was going down a whole other road when she first said it. But then she was saying it had to do... And basically, it sounds like it's only from Amazon. So I will get... I never get the email, is everything okay? I just get the email, did you like your order? Did everything live up to your expectations or whatever? And just like delete, you know, whatever. But um, what did you think about this whole thing as a topic, conversation, or with the email itself? Well, this is something that I've never understood. But I think it's because I don't have friends that are just like every now and then friends kind of thing because who emails their friend the first thing i was like what do these people know her very well because they're emailing their who emails their friends my voice got so high there but that is very confusing maybe like if they lived abroad or something but even then it's a text message like how much does right and besides all my friends have iphones let's be (laughs) honest texting doesn't cost anything because of iMessage but I don't get who. Would, why would I email anyone? I don't. I don't have any idea. No, I you rarely even have to, except for every week when I email you the show to post. Oh, that's true. But you have to do that. Yeah, but we don't like. We're not communicate not through conversing. Those. Yeah. Sometimes when, yeah, no, nobody is. No, this is not a thing. <laughs> yeah, what year is this? The nineties. Yeah. And what do you think about companies sending you, is everything okay, as a subject line? I, but by the way, I get some pretty racy subject lines with just some clothing companies <laughs> that I go to where I'm like, what wow. is this? <laughs> Was it during this show that they were talking about how they just created a, yeah. like a spam-ish yeah. sales email? Because and I need to do that. I did that a few years back where if I was buying anything, I used that email. If it was for the kids' school, I had a different email and then just my regular one for my friends to email me. <laughs> But my friend, he has one, and, like, the name of it is, like, literally, like, it says junk account in the name. <laughs> I love that. And then I love that because, you know, when they're like, oh, can I just get your email? And then yeah. you're like, yeah, it's uh, fuck you at junkaccount.com. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. All right. Thank you very much. Well, you, you wanted, wanted it. You, you wanted go. it. I, I think that's promptly. pretty genius, and I would probably do that. The topic of side parts and skinny jeans coming out, I feel like this was a topic from like a year or two ago i remember the kids oh they're you know moms and their whatever skinny jeans and side parts i don't first i'll give a fuck but also it's old news this is not like a new topic and i feel like she just talked about this recently on an episode yes and i remember saying and i will reiterate who gives a fuck about what kids think that's the other thing kids are stupid they're stupid look at what they're wearing well, and they're going to be embarrassed. Yeah, they're just by in it. the same shit I wore in like the late nineties, early two yeah, thousands. But, like, but almost like it's Canadian or something. Like it looks right, but it's a twist. It's like oh, it's the, like when you watch Shit's Creek and you're like, this looks normal, but there's something yes. off. Or like you're watching a Simpson Simpsons episode and it all looks normal until you see donuts raining. You're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> something to skew uh, here. Yeah, I I don't care. I just will dress however I want and wear my hair however. It just so happens that p- middle parts are in. And so apparently my middle part is in for the moment. But when it, I remember you when side parts. Part. Do I not? No, you don't have. Well, I guess back there you do. 
Excuse but you. you. The, <laughs> but you got the bangs, though. So that's what I wanted to know. Okay, so you are exempt. From I've the had part. a middle part since since I could since I grew hair. If I try to make a side part, you couldn't. The skin actually can feel it. It's like it goes in. You have to like retrain your hair. If I shave my head, there would be a bump right there, like a divot, and um, you have to retrain it. But why? I think certain hairstyles look better on certain faces. And I think Allison looks great with a side part. I think it would be, it's better actually for her face. Somehow it just really works. I think a side part on me, I it's just not me. I've always been parted in the middle. Even when I didn't have bangs, when I was in high school, I had just parted in the middle, long hair. But Can someone Photoshop her with a middle part? I think, okay. So I made something when she was talking about going blonde. I'll have to find the picture. Oh yeah. Yes, I remember. And it, I think it's a middle part. It actually looks good on her. But you know hmm. who she looks like is Teresa Strasser more in it. Oh. Or, yeah, I think it does look She looked like her. Okay. Anyway, Dave was talking about middle parts being off-putting. And I don't know if this is just his, like, you know, being cute. And his, <laughs> like, always... He has, like, cu- I don't know. It's not cutting remarks about women and, like, their looks and their makeup and stuff. I just feel like he's very opinionated about woman- what women should be doing. It's a little frustrating to hear sometimes, but I don't even think he knows he's doing it. But what I want to know is, hmm. what the fuck is all over my hand? <laughs> anyway, I wanted to know, because I have a middle part and bangs, how does that equate in the off-puttingness or putting <laughs> the fact that you just said I don't have a middle part? And I'm like, I'm clearly do back I'm there. I clearly do. Yeah, back there. I would like there. to know how that, does that meet in the middle? Does it cancel itself out? Does it count? Hmm. Good question. We're gonna have to ask Dave Huntsberger. Dave Huntsberger, please I'm not judge me. Give my opinion. Please judge me and my looks and what, how I choose to wear my hair. Please. Allison is going. Oh, she's gonna have uh, an interview in the future with some of the stars from Life Goes On, which is awesome. And the fact that Ray Morgan found the picture of her as an extra in this show. Thank you for reminding me, Lisa, because yes. we got a text message. Oh, perfect timing. And here is what it says. Okay, so she said Super Listener Ray Morgan needs a nickname. Yep. Super Listener is cool. Has she said that before? Hi, Ray. Oh, this is not from Ray Morgan, but from 610 Till I Die. Okay. I was like, strange of him to end his text message that way. (laughs) Um, Thank you for texting in. you know, Jimmy is pretty sweet on you. So what I have to say is, I did write this down. This life goes on thing. I don't know the conundrum. I think she should do the. Personally, I think she should do them separately because you might get something different than together. They might. I think it would be better separately. Anyway, if I had to interview a crush, that would be interesting. Like a star crush because she had a huge crush on this guy, I think. Yeah. Most people did, I think. I wonder what he looks like. But she had um, a crush on something like Corey Nesmith or what was his name? Uh, I don't know. Not Corey Nesmith. I know who you're talking about though. Corin something. Yeah. Corbin Burton. Burton. <laughs> not Corbin Burnson, definitely not. Um <laughs> anyway, and yeah. I think you know, you have an idea of what this person is. My favorite my favorite thing is Bo Burnham who people love, but mm-hmm. I've been a fan since when he was just like on YouTube and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not so much a fan now. Oh. As time goes on, like I like him less and people Life like him more. But um So does he. There's like a clip of him that I saw where someone's like, I love you and then he's like, You don't love me, you love the idea of me. Mm. And that is truer words, you know, have that never is been spoken. Something that is not a new thought, but 
Rita Hayworth was famous for saying this when she was in the movie Gilda. People would say people go to bed thinking they're going to bed with Gilda and they wake up with Rita and you're going to bed with the idea of this person or this character, not who it actually is and being disappointed, I guess. It's timely. Yeah. Yeah. People that have taste will understand what I'm saying. All the kids listening are going to love these references. All these kids with their... With their middle parts. And their hula hoops. And their, <laughs> and their roller skates and pogo and their sticks. jacks. <laughs> but back to this, because I did write this, and thank you to 610 Till I Die, is a nickname for Ray. Because Super Listener yeah. is pretty good. It doesn't roll off, but we need... A, it's wait. Raymo. Raymigo. Raymigo. That's perfect. That's friend and Ray. There you go. <laughs> I actually had one, but that's better. I forgot what it was, but I think I just up to myself Raymigo, you're in oh it was something i said before because remember in high school east coast jen and myself and a few of our friends all had nicknames that turned our names sexual and so because i was sleaze lays and my friend jen was jenny jams the cock and then we had pepper felix was pet pecker feels dicks which that's pretty good but i had a friend named lisa morgan and it was lisa morgasm so Ray, do you want to be Ray Morgasm or do you want to be Ray Migo <laughs> or Super Listener? Ray, why don't you weigh in? Call in, let us know. Or just... Or show up yeah. at the BFF recording. Oh, yeah. Show up and let us know what you want your nickname to be. Otherwise, it'd be a shame. It'd be a shame about Ray. <laughs> Eye roll. All right. Yes, please. Oh, please. I didn't write it down. Good job. What was it? Fuck if I know. <laughs> well, last week, first of all, we got coconut... Jelly beans for a second time. Yeah, we're not going to hash Did that. Did not need over to have that. Oh, it was deviled eggs. Oh, what, what's your thoughts on deviled eggs? Um, I don't know if I've had them, but they can go fuck. A okay, camel. this is much like dog owners thinking they know about cats. If you haven't eaten one, then you don't know. Okay. Okay. This and you can't. If you say you don't like hard boiled eggs, they're very different. I don't love hard boiled eggs. Yeah, they're different. Maybe I would like deviled eggs. Okay, you would. I saw somewhere. Make it now. Somewhere on the internet. I saw someone say, if you asked two people about a restaurant and one of them said, you know, it sucks. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, have you been there? And they said, no. Right. And another person said, it sucks. Have you been there? Yeah, I went there. Whose word do you take? The person that's been there. Right. So who is actually gayer? The guy who's fucked a guy or the guy who has not fucked a guy? That I don't know. The guy who has not fucked a guy is gayer. Why? Because how would he know? I can't take your opinion. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about the people that are like, I hate pizza, but this place has the best pizza. Do you take their opinion? No. But then sometimes I am that way where I'm like, no, this is so good. And I usually don't like this thing. Like tamales. Those tamales but I got where I'm like, it. I don't like tamales. I don't like tamales anywhere, but I love these. That doesn't really mm. add up. I wouldn't take that opinion, but I understand that it makes sense when I say it. <laughs> So what you're saying is you do like tamales, just everyone makes bad tamales except for this one place I or did pizza this, or whatever. I didn't think I liked it. Maybe I do like tamales because obviously I found some I liked. Yeah. So what? I only like good tamales. Well, isn't that everything though? But I didn't know I didn't like. I didn't know I liked them until I had good ones. I thought I hated tamales. I thought they were a waste of calories, dusty little shitboards. Makes <laughs> sense. They're just like dusty, dry corny stupid things so what i'm saying is that but i see what you're saying deviled eggs can go fuck themselves until someone gives me a good deviled egg okay so i do have to go back to making deviled eggs 
is laborious. It's tedious. There's so many things that go into it. And if you do one thing wrong, you're screwed on the one thing. That being said, once you, and you can't have, when I had chickens, I was like, these are going to be the best deviled eggs because I've got the best eggs and they're the freshest, whatever. No, they're not because you can't peel them. Fresh eggs, you can't peel. If you can peel them easy, it's an old egg. So you want old eggs for starters, which is every egg in the store because they peel easier. But then you have to cut them in half and then you scoop the shit out and then you have to mix it. But once you finally do, it really is fucking worth it. And I make so many different versions that I'll put capers in them. I'll put cornichon in there. I always put some sort of like, you went like this with a horseradish or hot sauce usually. Pickle juice I'll put into the thing. I, I like to make them amazing. And you have to have all of the yolk, Allison. I'm sorry. Don't fluff it. And I do like extra mustard too sometimes. But don't take the fucking yolks out. That's where all the flavor is. If you're going to go for it, go for it. It's good for you anyway. It's fine. Uh, shout out to Lee Bruns. I know that. He's got chickens. <laughs> Anyway, I say 100% yes, please. I don't love hard-boiled eggs that much. They're fine. But these are next level. And I do like egg salad sandwiches, too. So they're very similar. Barf. Okay. Not barf. Have you had it? No. Okay. Go Therefore, barf. Therefore, barf. <laughs> Apparently, Wendy got Zoom bombed. And this definitely happened with the kids when they were doing their remote school. It happened a few times. Was it you? It wasn't me. <laughs> I was just BA the entire in class. <laughs> yeah, I was a cool aid. And you man. go, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Oh, boo-y. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did Baba Booey for sure. <laughs> and then Bukaki, and then I left. <laughs> Separate occasions. But anyway, have you ever had something like this happen or heard of anyone having this? No, I don't Zoom. I, mean, I don't Zoom that often either. What would you... I, I can't imagine, like. Yeah. First I would just of all, be the like, what can the go fuck? Through it and then why can't you just delete them from the group? Knowing you, Lisa, you would panic and try to shut the computer <laughs> off. But me, I would just stand there. I would stand there. I would just be sitting there looking at the screen, like, who the fuck is this person? Like, is this the supposed to happen? At the, at, the, at the wall, I would just be confused. <laughs> I would be too until the the racial slurs started coming out and the oh, other yeah. stuff, where it's just like, what maniacs are doing this anyway? Can't you? It's weird that you couldn't find out, but they weren't showing their face, of course, or they're fucking cowards, pieces of shit. Yeah, but who, like, why would, unless you know this person, like, what does it matter if you show your face or not? True. Like, what am I going to fucking. None of it makes sense. Actually, there's. Is it like uh, the crank calling of the the present? Well, they should have said, uh, which one of you is Seymour Butts or something like that. (laughs) But, you know, actually, I heard, Lisa, that they're in Russia. There's like a website that is like basically like Google and you just put a picture of someone into it and it finds their social media. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen it because on 90 Day Fiance, because there's all these like people that are faking it and they do like the reverse search or whatever mm-hmm. and you see like stock photos of some like beefcake guy oh, yeah. and it's the guy that won't do any video chats with you and all of a sudden his oh. camera's broken yep and they just keep on th- mm-hmm. having nine month relationships with people that's how they get me i don't know how people hang out with you know horrible people in relationships it's weird or start new ones <laughs> okay that was dumb okay Anyway, so we got some new Patreon subscribers, and whenever, of course, whenever Wendy and Dave are on, they do a song. I feel like this song was lackluster and piss poor, but I think we got a new nickname for Trice. Uh Because he upped his subscription, or upped his level. Yeah. He's Daddy Warbucks. I mean, apparently the world of finance has been treating him well. I mean, it's right in the name. So, yeah. He's a financier. Yeah, I'll workshop it. Trace, what would you like to be called <laughs> besides your own name? <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't do that. No, no, not at all. Pick something else. Yeah, because once you have nicknames, they just 
You can't ask for them. You can't pick them. They just come to you. Love that T-bone. Eh. We talked for an hour nine. Is that good? <laughs> I mean, there's um, a couple of other things we can talk about. Were there JMOs? No. No JMOs. Were there JMOs last week? No. No. Well, shit. Oh, maybe there was one. Ooh. Let's see. One. Let us see. No. No JMOs. Why no JMO? I guess one <laughs> one last thing <laughs> is that Jen was texting the Dream Team saying that uh, David Huntsberger was complaining that he doesn't want people to come up to him after the show or something. Yes. I don't recall hearing this. He did say that. He said he hears, you know, a fan will come up. He hates it when a fan comes up and is saying, oh, I love what you do and I love all this stuff. And I think I would have to go back and listen. I think he was saying and then you hear them go to the next person saying the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. So at first I was put off by it because I thought, OK, well, then stop. I, I don't I don't know. I don't like that mentality when you're putting yourself out there and having people watch your show and promoting your show and you want to be watched and, uh, you know, consumed. And then you're like, oh, don't come up to me and talk to me and be a fan or whatever, because he's perfectly pleasant when we've met him. Right. And so super nice and generous. What I said in the dream team is that maybe what he doesn't like is where you just come up and you're like, oh, hey, really good stuff. Fun, really funny. Right. And then because it's like you're just saying that like you. Right. But I mean, would he prefer someone come up and be like, ah, it was OK. Yeah. Or just, you know, maybe less robots. I have, some, I have some notes for you. More jokes about dogs. People like dogs. People like dogs. And I don't know. Preferably robots and dogs. Yeah. Um, no, no robots. More I dogs. I liked robots. Yeah, I'm saying I'm enough dog. with the robots. Is that Astro? Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But what I will say. But does he does come off with that kind of personality sometimes. Don't go up to comedians and mm-hmm. just say good stuff. Have a specific... Well, thing i do have to say and this goes back to a conversation we had with superfan megan and jess while they were here is that we act like fools when we're around people that we admire or love or are fans of or celebrities lisa and so i've acted a fool and said stupid shit in front of a lot of people that i love and i feel like well that was dumb i just put an ass i put an ass of myself (laughs) i just put my ass in their face what did you say to michael richards after his show at the laugh factory excuse you (laughs) Because <laughs> if I recall, I think you said something like "good set." I, or, <laughs> like I said, sometimes I say things you said I don't re- even know really, what I'm talking about. Really funny stuff. Really good stuff. Yeah. Really, really good. Really stuff. spoke to me. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a little. What, what does Kramer say to Jerry? He's like, "Oh, that I was a little too much for me." But some of those people, they really liked it. And he said, "Like who?" <laughs> anyway, fucking yeah. That's end this goddamn yeah, bullshit. Let's do that because we're gonna have a double unworthy, and I think. That's worth listening to, not other stuff that we could talk about here. Anyway, if you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at BFFancast. Sorry, I was about to read my notes <laughs> instead of saying gmail.com. But also, see you at my house in a couple of weeks. I'm excited about this. Little Rafi, where can we find you? You can't find me, but I'm sorry that this show was lackluster. It was fine. We'll try to do better next week. It was really good. Really good but stuff. Be- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... If you could invent a time machine and get us back our last week's show, please do. let me know. If you know how to recover files that disappear, not just got deleted, disappeared, let us know. And uh, BFFs, span new to your pets. Don't buy purebred animals and support puppy mills. Thank you and good night. See, Mr. Potato Head has a car and boat trailer. And there's a shopping trailer for his wife.
I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me. from uh, Price is Right. Oh, I'm Bob Barker. Bob Barker.